Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about everyone that's going to be coming up on Disney Plus in March. Plus we're going to be sharing our thoughts on a load of trailers and also giving our update on what we've been watching lately. And so yeah, let's just jump into it. Obviously with the Super Bowl, there was loads of trailers. But obviously the big one, everything now, we've, we've got the, the list of what's coming to Disney Plus in the US. And also we've got the UK list as well. Um, for coming up in March. So those are going to be the main ones now, so we might as well just jump into it. And we're going to start off with the US list, and we're going to, there's going to be some things that we talk about as we go along. Um, so up first, let's now have a look and see like what we're excited for. So um, the big one really on Wednesday, the 2nd of March, we're going to be getting West Side Stories. This is um, one I'm really looking forward to. I'll be honest, this is kind of... I would say this is probably number two on my list of things I'm looking forward to um, on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, number two, because it, it's got a lot of praise, a lot of Oscar nominations. It's definitely one that I'm looking forward to. And this one will be pretty much global. Um, but I think this one's going to be a huge hit on Disney Plus next month. Yeah, this should be good quality content brought in. Um, like you, I, I did not see it when it originally came out, but we saw a lot of very positive feedback about it it's unfortunate it did not do well at the box office although honestly i think a lot of people didn't even know what had been released at least here the the marketing campaign for it was not very good at all i personally feel like a sort of older audiences weren't going back in the same numbers but also it was completely overshadowed by a guy running around in, you know, little red and blue tights that kind of just completely just dominated um, the, the cinema for the past sort of six weeks. I mean, Spider-Man has just been huge. So um, that's, I think that's that's definitely the big reason. That is definitely a big factor. But, you know, no movie has has uh, done well in the theaters other than Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, it, it just wasn't a big enough draw to get people there which is why it will be very good on Disney Plus because you can watch it at home and we'll get a chance to see uh, mm -hmm. why all the critics were so hyped about it when it did come out. Because it's such a weird thing because it's one of those things that, like it's not done very well at the box office, but everyone's have how good the movie is. That's, that's, you don't tend to get those two very often. It's normally like done bad at the box office because it's bad. You know, and they're like, nope. Um, I think, I'm wondering if this is going to do another Encanto where it blows up when people can start watching it at home. I hope it is anyway. Yeah, more than likely. I, I still see messages in, in Discord and work Slack and things like that where people are like, hey, have you seen Encanto? If you haven't seen it, you really should see it. And like, yeah. It's consistent how often people are, are going, hey, this is a really good movie. So I think you're right. This might be in the same category as that. It's amazing the reaction to Encanto. Um, we're also getting new episodes of The Proud Family Louder and Prouder. So we're getting new episodes of them every Wednesday right through March. I'll be sharing some thoughts on a few um, early episodes that I saw um, earlier later in the episode. Um, we're also getting Brain Games on the Run. Sorry, Brain Games on the Road. Um, so this is a brand new National Geographic series. It's actually going to be coming out on the National Geographic channel in the US later this month. And then it will be released weekly um, on the channel. But it looks like we're getting like a binge drop um, like they did with the 80s show um, last month. Um, so, yeah, so Brain Games on the Road definitely could be interesting. Um, yeah, it's kind of one of the only like National Geographic stuff so far. And we've got the Broken Karaoke um, that'll be coming along with some new episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse. 
Uh, following on from there, we got Russia's Wild Tiger. Now, that was actually supposed to have come like this month for Big Cat Week, so they've kind of pushed it back for some reason. Um, so that one could, could be a lot of fun. Um, again, then on, we've got some European Disney Plus originals heading to our screens. On Wednesday the 9th of March, getting Weekend Family. So that will, again, it's going to be on the in the UK, so I suspect it will be a global release for Weekend Family, which is a French comedy. Um, Friday the 11th of March, probably one of the big ones of the month. We're getting Turning Red. It's a brand new Pixar doc, uh, movie. There's also going to be a documentary to go alongside it. I'm really looking forward to this one. I can't wait to watch this I am I'm more optimistic for it than I was previously. Uh, this is by the director who did um, the the dumplings uh, short. Which, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is not one of my favorite Pixar oh, shorts. I to be, I, I, I know we, we've talked we've talked about it previously. <laughs> uh, I I could not get into yeah. it. That said, uh, it is Pixar. I'm very much looking forward to to turning red and trying this one out. Yeah, now that one's looking pretty cool. We're also getting some new episodes on Wednesday, the 16th of March for Big City Greens, The Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, and The Muppet Babies. I think that's the final of, of that series. We're also getting some new episodes of Spidey and His Amazing Friends. We're definitely There's a definite theme of a lot of the Disney Channel content dropping in here. Then on Friday, the 18th of March, we're getting two movies. We're getting Cheaper by the Dozen, the new uh, remake of the remake of the remake. Because a lot of people don't realize that the Steve Martin one is actually a remake. <laughs> a lot of people think that's the original one. Um, but no, they, they so that one there will be coming out that day. We're also getting a new documentary, More Than Robots, which I know you are really excited for. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it at length previously. It's worth pointing out, it's cheaper by the dozen. Isn't that one of the movies that keeps getting dropped and coming back on to Disney? Oh, the it's, original, it's of, not, not this one. The, the yeah, it's one, of, it's one of the yo-yo titles from the Fox yeah. that just keeps dropping on and off. Uh, we're also getting the, in the US, they're getting Step, which is a Searchlight Pictures movie. Then on the 23rd of March, the, um, in the US and in the UK, so expect otherwise, we're getting the French Disney Plus original series Parallels. We're getting the whole series. It's the same day it's dropping in France, so that's pretty good, so that we're getting it all at the same time. It's starting to be a theme here that the Disney Plus originals are starting to get these international rollouts, which is great. I'd like to see that. Uh, we're also getting some new Doc McStuffing content. And then on Friday, the 25th of March, we're getting Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you, a sour film, which is basically a documentary and also performances of her single, of, sorry, of her album, Sour. And obviously, Olivia Rodrigo, she was in um, the High School Musical series. So there's going to be a lot. I think this one's going to be big. I mean, she is she is one of the biggest artists right now. So getting this one in, the reaction to this one was very positive. I think this is up here, like with the. Billie Eilish and the Taylor Swift stuff. This is going to be good. I have no idea, to be <laughs> honest. Sorry, that, that that's totally full, like, getting old mode here. I, oh, there's I, been I, a few There's been a few times the last week, I feel like there's been a few things that's happened. I, it's like, even just the name of it, I'm like, why are they spelling it like text? What is like... And I was like, I mean, we were doing this with text when we had to do it, shorten it because we didn't. Uh, but um, I mean, I like Driving License, so I like that song. And um, so I'll give this one a go. We're also yeah, getting I, the wonderful I, spring of Mickey Mouse. So we're getting a spring episode. Uh, and the winter episode dropped this past week. Yes, yes I, I watched a few minutes. It was about 25 minutes long. I, I just put it on and I just wasn't in the headspace for watching a 25 minute Mickey Mouse cartoon. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I, 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 for some yeah, I was going to say for some reason it hasn't dropped in Australia and New Zealand. I thought it was going to, but apparently it's not. Um, and there's a very good reason I think for this. It's not winter there. It's <laughs> so I think that's the problem when they make it. I mean, I wish they would have released a global release, but obviously releasing. So, I mean, why they've held on to it maybe for to come out later in the year? But yeah, there's a reason why if you're in Australia, you can't find the winter one. And the spring one's not going to make any sense either, because this is going to be summer. I don't know. The it's going to be all of it off. Um, then on Wednesday the thirtieth, definitely the big one. I think all of us are waiting for the first episode of Marvel's Moon Knight. Um, so that one's going to be the big Marvel series, along with a new. Um, Disney Plus original from Italy. So this one is uh, Knights of Castle Corvo. So this was actually released about, I think it was nearly, nearly two years ago in Italy. And it's taken a while to get released. I think originally it was going to be on the Disney Channel in Italy. And then, of course, they shut them all down. So this one's finally making its way to us. Um, so it's very much, it's a very light, light month. Now, I think, there's a, I think there's a couple of things I want to put on here as a bit of caveat. First off, the last two months have looked really bad, and then they've just kept adding in stuff like afterwards, and they keep announcing things later on and putting some library content in there. So I do think there's going to be some more of that. Um, they don't see; they seem to have stopped doing the full drop on the fifteenth of what they what they usually do. I mean, it comes out within a few days. You know, they kind of drop a bit and then drop a little bit more and then a little bit more. I mean, at the minute it looks pretty pretty pitiful, other than a few big titles. There was a lot of attention as well around the fact that, you know, there was no mention of, like, um, Daredevil or the other Netflix stuff that was removed. And um, there could be a couple of reasons for that. Um, my gut reaction is they can't talk about it till it's left Netflix. Um, my other gut reaction, especially with the Marvel stuff, is there has to be some kind of announcement. If it was to come to US, they're going to have to make a big deal of it and turn it into its own separate thing because of the maturity and... There's a whole other little kind of thing going on with that as well. So there might be a reason why they've held off. That's why, you know, a lot of people are asking, well, what about all those, you know, like the Disney nature movies and all the rest of it? They might just be dropped on the day. They might be scheduled later on. There might even be a non-complete thing where they've got to stay off for a month, two months, three months. We don't really know. Disney's not said anything. So while everything's leaving Netflix at the end of this month, doesn't necessarily mean it all can flip over and Disney can start making up press release and stuff. Yeah, whenever content is jumping from one service to another, no matter what the origin and what the destination is, my presumption is you will not hear about the destination mm -hmm. until it is fully off of the original. Uh, there's a lot of industry reasons for that. N not even all of them are, are like written down. A lot of it's just yeah. kind of um, courtesy and, and uh, understanding I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine mm -hmm. kind of deal where um, you don't announce that you're pulling all the content and putting it uh, here because that undercuts us for the month that it's still on there and so forth. Mm. And right now it's it's Netflix losing content, but there will be other times when mm. uh, Disney is losing content to another station. All I would say is if you are currently watching one of the Netflix Marvel series or something like um, some of the FX series like American Horror, maybe just try and get through the season you're on while you can because we don't know how long they're going to be missing. It could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. Um, we really don't know. Um, so that's definitely something I have to keep aware of. Um, but it wasn't just um, the US didn't include it, like the UK list didn't include anything. Um, but we'll get into the UK list in a minute. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff. So I'm, with the UK list, I'm not, I'm not going to 
do everything because there, there was a lot. Um, one thing that was very noticeable with the UK list this week that got revealed, a ton of British movies. I mean, we are talking probably around about 20 to 30 movies that were made here in the UK, and they were released by Studio Canal. You also had, um, I think, British uh, Factory. There was a load of them that were still on the BBC. It looks like, I mean, we'd kind of been seeing a few things drop from them, you know, like with Paddington. But Disney seemed to have done some deals either to license or to purchase the rights to a whole host of British films. Now, I don't know how long they're going to be there. It could be a short-term deal. It could be a long-term deal. It also could help with the, the quota of maybe hitting how many um, like European content is available on Disney+. Plus. You know, they're going to get that percentage up quite high. But also, it could just be a thing of just trying to appeal to us British to to show that it's not just an America because there's a kind of there can be a problem with streaming services especially internationally where if we view that it's all well it's all just American television it doesn't appeal at the same level um as like our homegrown stuff so they really have put a lot of um content in there um some great movies I mean some stuff that was just like what it was like I've got another no that's not ours no no that's not no no that's not Disney's like Wow, they really did kind of go all in on this one. I haven't seen the list yet. So yeah, so right. you, 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 yeah, that, yeah, this will be a surprise. Like I said, I'm not going to go for the whole lot because there's, there's a lot of stuff. And anything that was coming in America, um, I mean, we're getting new episodes of like Our Kind of People. We're also getting um, the last couple of episodes of Pam and Tommy. We get The Resident. We get Queens. New episodes of Bob's Burger. Um, so I'm just going to pick out here a few things. We're getting like Single Parents. Um, there's some like we're also getting some content from 24 Kitchen, which is a Dutch uh, kitchen or sort of food network like uh, Rudolph's Bakery. So again, this is just where this like international content is really coming in. In the fourth season of the Cleveland Show, also right through March, we're getting new episodes of The Dropout, which is a brand new series which I can talk about next week. Um, so I shall be telling you about that one later. Um, so we're getting a new movie called Fresh. This will be dropping um, on the 4th of March. It'll also be dropping on Hulu in the United States. And um, so this one was picked up recently. I think it was at the Sundance uh, Film Festival, which stars Sebastian Stan and Daisy Egger-Jones. And basically they meet up at a supermarket and then they go out for, a, they go away for the weekend. And apparently he, he's got some weird tastes. Um, did you see the trailer for this one? I watched the trailer and... I'm glad that Sebastian Stan is doing different work. I'll just yes. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, um, I I really like and you know again it's just him being a bit crazy, a little bit different. Um, I'm I thought the trailer looked good because it's like I don't tend to watch a lot of these kind of things, so it was it was nice just to kind of get something a little bit different. So I'm I'm looking forward to that again. That again adds to this whole thing of internationally of having these extra movies because not only are we getting all the same ones the US is getting, but we're then getting some extra ones like fresh. Right. And it is worth remembering, we don't do the Hulu list on no. the U.S., so a lot of the ones that are mentioned here are coming mm -hmm. to Hulu, so it's not like you, we're not getting them at all. Um, no. They're just they're just on Hulu instead of Disney+. Plus. Uh, we're also getting things like, and um, these are like some of the British ones, like um, I give it a year, The Mercy. Now, interesting thing with The Mercy, I actually saw that one being filmed because it was filmed near my hometown. <laughs> so that was, and I saw both of the actors, because, um, yeah, so that, that one was a bit like, why is that one on there? That's got nothing to do with it, but yeah. That one's coming in. Tinker Taylor Solar Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Get my teeth in for that one. Uh, the sense of ending cavalry. 
and education i daniel blake and then the king's speech i mean again you know some real heavy hitting english films you know a little bit more serious a little bit of a diary of a wimpy kid and some national geographic content um also right through march the uk were getting the walking dead so we're getting the uh, the second batch of the 11th season. Now, I happened to watch um, the first two episodes of the new season this past week. I um, Kind of the first episode was kind of wrapping up the story from the last batch. And then the second episode kind of goes into a brand new story where they're part of a commonwealth, which is like a new town that they've involved. And they've kind of got back money and they've all got jobs. They got, you know, they got, grocery stores and music shops and they've kind of recreated how life was before zombies but as per usual not as all as it seems just i'm really loving the walking dead um so we'll be getting new episodes every monday here in the uk and i think there's some other countries getting them as well but yeah the walking dead now i'm really excited i'm just like yeah monday mornings it was a bit like that on wednesday you know like we had that feeling of like oh no boba fat and then Disney sent me some 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 screeners for The Walking Dead. I'm like, yes, I got something to watch. <laughs> so I was good. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that feels like. No. <laughs> I, I got up on Wednesday. I was like, there's there's nothing there's, to watch. No, there's, there's nothing. No. So that yes. Yeah, so The Walking Dead is coming in again. A, a great series um, that you find on Disney Plus here in the UK. Um, moving on from there, we're also getting the Great North season two coming in. And some other bits and pieces. We're getting the uh, the ABC series Emergence. Now, I did watch a few episodes when that first dropped here in the UK, but I don't know why it took a while to drop in afterwards. Again, so, so this is where the kind of thing of, like, here in the UK, of that difference of having not just shows like on the Loud and Proud family, but we're also getting you know, the Dropout, Walking Dead, you know, the Resident, things like that. So there's a lot of, a lot of great content coming in there. Let's pick out some other things as well that's coming in. Getting some movies like Man Up. Millhorn, our kind of traitor, swallows and Amazons, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, which I have actually seen that movie, and it's not that bad. It's um, a bit of a romantic one, but a bit of a mouthful. And again, a Lily James movie, so not very, very different to Pam and Tommy. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, there's there's nothing quite like Pam and Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the closest thing is I Tanya, which is of course by the same director. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that's a great series. We're also getting Nightmare Alley in the US, in, sorry, in the UK as well. I mean, it just recently got added um, on Hulu in the United States. Uh, Grey's Anatomy season 17. We're also getting some as I said, some more um, content dropping as well. And let me just pull up some other good ones. There's just so much dropping in. Mr. Holmes, we're getting Song for Mariam. Uh, the Woman in Black. We're also getting, and now these are some good ones, Alien. Alien Free, Alien Resurrection, Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator, Requiem, um, Alien Covenant, and also one I think you would really like, which is Disaster, uh, Disaster, sorry, the Challenger Disaster Lost Tapes. Um, mm. So obviously, so that's a, a all about um, NASA and stuff. So that that one could be very interesting. I, like might be a strong term considering I know quite a bit about the Challenger yes. Disaster, but yes, it is something that I'd be interested in watching. Um, Sorry, did did they skip Aliens the second? Alien well, we already we already got it oh, for some okay. reason. Okay. Um, the in the in some countries like I think like Australia's they got them all like when Star launched a year ago, and there's been a whole host of films that have been like drip feeding in to us. Like we had Predator um on yesterday. 
Predator One and Two dropped onto Disney Plus. See, this is the, it's such a difference. <laughs> it's just like you know, yeah. You get we get Mickey Mouse. You got Mickey Mouse short. We got Predator. <laughs> it's really funny because um, my friends and I have been playing the Aliens uh, Fire Team game. Came oh out yes. late. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like Left for Dead that kind of game. Yeah. And every time I play it, I'm like, man, I really want to watch Aliens. I'm this Ripley and and Michael Bean and them just going through and being action heroes. So. Yeah, um, I have been meaning to play that because it's on Xbox Game Pass. I just haven't got around to watching it. Uh, yeah, we should play that sometime. It's a fun game. Yes. Uh, also, another big release for us here in the UK, we're getting this, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which um, I think that's coming to already available on Hulu in the United States. Interestingly enough, that one literally only got released in cinemas like two weeks ago um, over here. It was a really delayed, for some reason, coming out here in the UK in cinemas. I don't know why it was so delayed. We're also getting Liar, seasons one and two of British series. It's actually that's a really that's a really good series. So I definitely recommend people check that one out. Uh, that's the first I've ever heard of that one. I, I might uh, see where that's available over here. Yeah, um, yeah, that one's really good. We're also getting um, a couple of Alvin and Chip, Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Some new episodes of Amphibia, um, a Dutch Disney Plus original series. Sorry, Dutch. I think it's Disney Channel show like me that was was supposed to have come this month, but it got pushed back a little bit. I said, we're also getting the Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild because for some reason, you know, like I said, it had been delayed. And some more British films, including Quartet, Seven Psychopaths, uh, Tamara Drew, The Love Punch, The Proposal, Amelia Go, The Aftermath, and also the National Geographic um, movie Rebuilding Paradise, which I think that one um, was one that was nominated for some Oscars, I think it was. And just to see if we had anything here. at the end, getting like Siren seasons one and uh, two and three. Yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the UK. The UK one, as I said, you're getting a lot of series. The only bad thing was um, How I Met Your Father was delayed. That's gone back to May. That was originally supposed to come in uh, March. That one's been pushed back, which is unfortunate. But yeah, so for me personally, you know, you've got lots of great stuff here dropping in the UK. I'm looking forward to watching The, the Eyes of uh, Tammy Faye. Uh, we've also got Fresh, uh, Nightmare Alley. So I've got three like searchlight pictures that are going to be pretty good plus west side story turning red you've also got cheaper by the dozen and then you got that robot stuff. so i've got like i feel like i've got like seven or eight movies to watch in my in, and that's just of the new stuff that i you know not including some of the, the legacy content that you got the dropout which is um we can obviously talk about a little bit more next week plus pam and tommy which i've already seen and i know everyone you know that that's gonna be a great finale and moon Knight. yes it's 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 Again, this just shows you the the difference of when you're comparing what it's like when you have Star included with Disney Plus in the rest of the world compared to the US. That that list of where you get one Disney Channel show and you get all of that content. But there is something definitely going on over here in the UK with all this British movies that they've dropped. I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah, and I hope that many of them will come over here and, um, you know, those French shows that we've got coming in, those are coming to the uh, stateside. I hope that is a, a preliminary to to more coming over. Uh, well, one of them at least looked really interesting. Yeah, you me. got parallels. You got the knights. I, I mean, from this is why I've been and I've been doing this for a couple of months now, of why when there is a Disney Plus original in another country, I am covering all the trailers and all the bits pieces much more because it's like this stuff's all going to be is all becoming international now, um, which is great. Just more content, more great stuff. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of lot of highlights coming in there. Um, through the month and hopefully and you know we are going to get some kind of idea of what's going on in the u.s right now 
with its general entertainment because Bob's kind of Bob JPEX words that he said at the investors day uh, or I'm sorry, the investors day at the uh, quarterly investors call a couple of weeks ago we've not really seen anything more since then you know it's been very quiet now there could be a couple of reasons for it um we've got the first anniversary of star coming up this week um it was a year ago that they added it here um you've got the annual shareholders event at the beginning of march i think it's the 9th of march um and then there's also the whole thing and maybe what's going on with Daredevil and stuff. So I, I'm wondering if they're holding off for a kind of an announcement of some kind. Um, kind of interesting enough, um, today on the actual US Disney Plus website, when um got woke up this morning and people were going, there's a mention of, there's a picture of Star on the US website. And like, so looked on there, it was still there like 10 hours later. It was still there earlier today. Whether or not that's just a mistake that someone's put up the wrong image by mistake, or they've put it up a little bit early, but yeah, you've got the Disney bundle, and then right underneath an image of uh, Disney Plus, and it's got the Star logo, and like, could could it be coming? It's it's. I would not be at all surprised if there was um, a press release this week, or, or on the day of the the shareholders that Star was being added. I all the signs are pointing in that direction. Yeah, and. Presuming it's true, uh, and again, it could just be a mistake. Yeah, I would not expect it to be the same kind of thing that happened last year with you guys. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to see Hulu just disappear and all the content no. coming over, but it could be a prelude to um, older content, content for older audiences starting to make their appearance. Mm -hmm. And uh, the obvious candidate, of course, is the Netflix stuff. Again, we don't know for sure, but. Uh, it would be a good way to get it started if that was the case. I actually don't think it'd be a bad idea for them to, instead of dropping like five, six, or like eight, nine hundred um, things all at once, um, to spread it out a little bit more and kind of ease people into it. Maybe don't go. But also, there's a lot of people have been saying, you know, a lot of Disney fans are going to be coming up to their free year um, renewal since um, the D23 event. Um, so that's obviously an issue. But it's just the lack of planning. And the lack of any announcements and the fact that this release, you know, the March list came out and like, there's nothing general entertainment there. there there's nothing in this list at all, um, which kind of like something's brewing. Maybe it's in, maybe the, the coming soon is it's not coming till September or October. Um, but they, I mean, they added like five seasons of Blackish this past week. But the thing I was looking at, I think why in some ways, US have either got to do one of two things. You've either got to have the tabs in there ready for 20th century ABC, etc., or a star brand to put things in because you've got things like like we've seen already. Where's Free Guy gonna go this week? You know, where that doesn't fit under the Disney brand, does it? You know, where does West Side Story fit? You know, we are starting to see some issues of what's gonna happen with like where do these things belong? Right. And even something like Moon Knight which we yeah. already know is coming to Disney plus, but also has a very, uh, apparently violent. Take it's only, a, it's only a 12. It is only yeah. a 12, but they yeah. have talked about it, like pushing some edges there, yeah. uh, at least in terms of what we're used to on Disney plus. Um, and then, uh, other content coming mm -hmm. in as well. It's also worth remembering though. Um, when the Hulu merge, if it ever happens, will be different than it was over there too, because yeah. this is not new content for us. It's no. been available on Hulu. Whereas for you guys, when Star started out, a lot of that content was available streaming it, yeah. for the first time then. Mm -hmm. And that was a much different than bringing stuff over. I also feel as well of like, I, I don't, I never, it's like kind of weird thing. Like, are they going to do the Star 
tab or not in the US. Then you kind of look at it and go, well, they're bringing Star to every other country around the world. You know, then they're coming into like 40 plus countries later this year. They're all getting Star. They're not, no, they're not launched Disney Plus in any country in the last, you know, without it. It's just default now that it comes with it. And it's a bit like, well, it would make, it's probably, um, it would make more sense to be all in one system around the world than having different things. And maybe as well, if they did the star route, they can kind of keep Hulu as a separate thing and then kind of let Disney Plus grow up and do its own thing. And then when eventually when they go, oh, well, you kind of got, they all got the same, we can slide them in a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a little bit, it's a bit interesting. Um, the fact there was no kind of, big stuff being released, but it's really starting to turn into that US list uh, mid-month. The last three months has just not been a big deal. Of It's only literally been half of what was announced. Eventually more got added. So it is very interesting. To, I think when you're watching this stuff every week, you see the patterns and then you go, well, hold on, the patterns aren't working the same way they were. Right. Things are definitely changing. Things are, are definitely morphing. And I think you know, with March here, even if you don't include stuff that could potentially drop, uh, you know, spontaneously or, or last minute announcements, it is getting better, but there is still a huge gap. And also just, just the lack of library content. And I can't stress that enough of, there is just, I mean, the US has got, like, there is nothing there which is owed. I mean, all the stuff that's the library content is all new stuff. There's no classic TV shows. There's no classic movies. Um just again, it's kind of like, well, where's what's happening? Are they keeping it for the hundredth year of Disney? Are they going to start doing a massive campaign later this year? Um, with all this library content to celebrate the history of Disney and turning it into something a bit later on, because um, that was something that was suggested. I'm like, well, actually, that 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 could be a good because we've had nothing for a while. I mean, right. given that Disney the benefit of the doubt here, but it's a bit like, or are they just? The teams are so preparing for that, the international launch later this year, that they're getting all that content ready. And it's it's important to keep in mind that, that like, the new series, they make the headlines. Moon Knight is going to make headlines. Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to make headlines. But there is a very, not even that small, a good-sized chunk of Disney Plus fans who really are there just for mm. uh, legacy content, stuff they grew up with, stuff they want to share with their kids, uh, things like that. And ignoring that would be a mistake yes the big chunk of people are here for mandalorian and boba fett and so on but that doesn't mean you can ignore the other was yeah. it um was it jeremy who wrote an article yeah. uh, earlier this week about a lot of that missing library content mm -hmm. i know i know it's been a consistent thing but he had an actually really good article yeah kind of I, both, I think both jeremy and josh have both been they've both been very much kind of pushing the idea there's a quite a big chunk of stuff missing right now and they're just not filling it in at all. I mean, we're not talking like even like, oh, just one series a month or anything. It's just not filling it in. And I'm, it's that kind of thing. Of, I, I mean, I, I've said to them both as well of like, this, this stuff doesn't move the needle. So I can, and it's a cost effective, like, you know, because there's a lot of costs and stuff that I don't think we appreciate. I think a lot of people have this assumption that they just take it off the shelf put the DVD over it, and then put it in. And then it's just loaded into Disney+. Plus. There's a lot more to it than that. And, you know, you got, like, there's legal issues, there's music issues, there's um, the quality isn't in high enough resolution. You know, have they got to do subtitles? Have they got to do dubs? Have they got permission from the people? Have they got to pay the people that have made it, the actors? You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. And if that project's going to cost more to make than or to get it available than they think is going to be worth, they might not do it so well. So um, there is there are counter-arguments with costs. 
you know, as while a lot of people might be questioning for some old movies and some old TV series, there is an issue. But I, I am even that thing like, Gamage, you brought this massive collection of 20th century studio stuff. You know, all the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. Where's all that? You know, they're not even really even die. I mean, even on here in Star in the UK, it's very noticeable that when you look at the movies and stuff, they don't, they're very few really kind of before the 1980s. All the stuff that have recently been maybe redone or remastered and kind of in a more modern things was just the old stuff, you know. Well, I mean, I would say, you know, the stuff like my, my dad or my grandparents would have watched. Um, like there's not a lot of that. I mean, where's all the black and white TV movies and stuff? You know, they really haven't gone down that line at all. Yeah, and I think it's what you said earlier. the The cost to restore these is massive, and, it, mm. and it's even on the Disney scale, it would show up on the budget to mm. to restore any of these shows. Uh, a lot of them never came out on DVD, so this would be the first time uh, restoring them. A lot of those master files might not even exist anymore. That's mm. a, a common problem, especially with older shows. Like I know Doctor Who fans are, are always kind of like, oh, they discovered like season two, episode four of Doctor Who in somebody's attic. And like, that's how you get it back is because yeah. the masters are gone. Um, and for these shows, that's probably true. And mm. even if it was converted to DVD, um, I don't think you guys remember how big the jump from DVD to Blu-ray 720 and 1080 was. You're going to be streaming that, and you're going to like, why does this look so terrible? Why is it all blurry yeah. and stuff? And I think a lot of like, the animated series and stuff were literally made in like 480. You know, they they literally, you know, they've got to be upgraded and all the rest of it. So there's a lot of issues there. I'm hoping that, I mean, like, to me, it feels like they should at least be, it feels like, give something, you know, because there's a kind of thing, there is a whole generation of content that's just missing. And while I love the new stuff and I'm more focused, you know, I definitely agree with the idea of the shows that are coming out now, we want now. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, throwing a few bones, especially also that some of these things that they haven't added, they're not available globally. So it's not just in the year, it'll affect everyone. So if they put, like, I don't know, Mouse from House or The Bear with the Big Blue House, which are two of the most requested ones all the time, that's that will end up becoming internationalist for everyone. So there's a lot of work to be done. It just seems, at the minute, the star content seems to be taking a lot of the attention because maybe a lot of it is a lot easier and a lot cheaper to get, get, get prepped and ready to roll. Well, it's already been made. All you have to do is uh, convert the file to whatever streaming format they use on their end and... Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, you're good to go. I mean, especially like coming up with the US thing of, I mean, a lot of the stuff's now already pre-baked into Disney Plus. So it's like making Buffy the Vampire Slayer available or Modern Family or Malcolm in the Middle. It's already built into Disney Plus in the UK. So there's probably literally just a tick box or a file change and it could be made available. There's a lot of, there's, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, those are much easier to add and they could probably add them in a much quicker when they're already baked in, because you've seen that a lot with the UK content, because a lot of it was already available in um, sort of Canada or in Australia. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're oversimplifying. It's not exactly just no. um, change the the line from on Disney Plus or on Hulu to Disney Plus slash Star. You've got to transfer well, data. You've got to yeah. you've got to move data to different stores, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. It is still significantly easier than going in finding the master file for um, something from the 50s cleaning it up putting it into 1080 or 4k resolution uh making it available making the sound good because the sound mm. deteriorates rapidly and so on it 
there's night and day difference, which is not to say we don't want it. I I think that the people who want the legacy content should absolutely have it, and Disney should be communicating what the problem is. But yeah. it, it is a big lift for what will probably be a very uh, niche content. Yeah, it's just I think it's just disappointing that it's gone from to nothing. It just it yeah. feels like it's just the, the brakes got slammed on. And they just stopped because it's like, you know, we had things like the Muppet Show and a few things last year. And then they just seemed to just maybe the the requests were higher than the actual views. Maybe that was the thing. And then well, we spent a lot of money on that and it hasn't turned. I don't know. But nevertheless, there's a lot of a lot of stuff, hopefully, that will be coming down the line. Um, um, but let's oh, yeah. So one last thought on that, too, though. It is worth remembering with streaming content, um, while there will be an initial burst of people watching it on the first, uh, mm -hmm. the content does last longer yeah. on streaming. So you know, you take that scenario where the Muppet show maybe didn't get as many views when it first came out, but you will see over time, rather than it just going to zero, there will still be a constant watch. And yeah. eventually it reaches that point where like, okay, we released it two years ago and now it has shown to be worthwhile. Mm. Um, it's something to keep in mind. Yes. Right. Also this week we had um, a little football game happen at some point um, in LA, I think it was. Um, uh, was that the premiership? Uh, Arsenal in Manchester, or something like that. That's be about soccer, I won't have a clue. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that football. Oh, right. Yes, there's a big, a big game. And so, first off, we knew there was going to be some new releases. Um, we had a new trailer for Doctor Who, not Doctor Who, Doctor Strange. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I put it in your head. Sorry about that. Yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Wow, that trailer. I'm, I think I watched like three or four times. Um, I wouldn't be I, surprised if Doctor Who showed up in that trailer. Yeah, this, I think the thing is with this multiverse, man, has the internet gone crazy this week. Uh, going through the poster, looking at everything, like Deadpool's in there, and like Ryan Reynolds got, like, I'm not in it. And of course, everyone's yeah, no, he's just lying. Like, Andrew Garfield did such a good job of lying. No, Ryan Reynolds got, what? I'm over in it or I'm not? I've said I'm not. I'm not in it. <laughs> and it's just like, no one believes him. And it's like, Right, I think Andrew Garfield just set this up now that no one can ever say I'm not in it. But he's going to be in it. It's like he, he can't. What can he do? He can't. Confirm he can't that. I, I I would say if Ryan Reynolds was in it, and I mean he might be, but if Ryan Reynolds is in it, I don't think he would just say no. He would have some like little silly Deadpool <laughs> yeah. thing where it's like I'm totally not yeah. in it with like Deadpool winking or something yeah. like that. He he's not quite as good at keeping <laughs> secrets as Garfield is. You can't he he deserves an Oscar really for the amount for his portrayal in all the interviews and stuff because he was having a lot of fun with it. Toby McGuire just hid. So <laughs> <laughs> well, Toby McGuire didn't have a, a movie coming out. Um, and Garfield did. He couldn't exactly hide. Uh, Honestly, I think he got an Oscar for not beating up the journalist for asking him for like the three thousandth time. But I think he was. He got to that point where he was like, he was having a bit of. He was, he was getting annoyed with it, and then it was like he just leaned in on it and just like, yeah. But no, so yeah, the multiverse. I mean, there's whole things there. It looks like Captain Carter's going to be in it. Um, she's in the, the shields. Well, the shields in. Right, right. The poster. Poster, yeah, it's in one so of those. It's parts. one of those things. They're like, I'm sorry, but they put the shield in the poster. That that's more than a hint, you know. Well, that's... Yeah, and and the evil strange definitely yeah. looks like it might be coming from the the and the zombies the as well. The zombies. Um, it's a fun trailer to dissect. I'm actually trying to avoid most of it, uh, most of the speculation, because um, I think it'll be more fun to to experience <laughs> it. <laughs> Mephisto is every character. Uh, America Chavez is really Mephisto. Yeah. Um, 
Patrick Stewart is definitely Mephisto. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think that was. I think that's the one that got everyone. Was the I think that's what that's really having Patrick Stewart in it. Obviously, he's opened it up with the X Men movies. Then you've got the whole scene with the Illuminati. With now apparently the guy from Black Bolt that was from the ABC series is going to be Black Bolt in it. There's reports of you know Fantastic Four, Black Panther, um, Nemo. Not Nemo. <laughs> that would be an interesting thing. <laughs> So, so in Motiverse, we've got Nemo and Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, hey, bring him in, bring him in. I feel uh, like the Motiverse really does open it up for everything's possible. But at the same, I'm. It's like they, they. I mean, this is this is an opportunity for them to do something a bit different. Um, but yeah. it, it sets the it, the trouble is it sets the tone so big that nothing's ever going to match up to it. Well, that's what we said about Endgame, and mm. uh, it's it's probably true. But this. It's interesting that they're leading with the big one rather than uh, closing with it. So definitely looking well, forward to this. Even, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, if he's not even the one they're hiding, what are they hiding? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it's It'll be interesting to see. Uh, you mentioned the Inhuman Black Bolt. Uh, yeah. As awful as that series was, and it was awful, I would like them to not sweep it under the rug. It, it was made. There were potential to the characters. I would love to see Black Bolt, um, even if it's like for three seconds where he's just sitting there um, not saying anything because he's Black Bolt, uh, but it'd be a nice acknowledgement that that series does in fact exist. Well, also, I mean, it can be it exists, but it's in a different yeah different it, universe. It's it a variant, so therefore, it doesn't. It's in you know, but nevertheless, and, yeah, it's, it's and it's, it could it could yeah, be Agents of, of Shield. Uh, it, it would be great if I, I would love to see Mac doing the the Nick Fury role in an alternate yeah. universe. Even it's like just three seconds of him yeah. standing on the helicarrier like he was at the end of the season. Um, there there will be. A lot of fun things in this, and it's it should be a really interesting yeah. movie. Sorry, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say the trailer. I think has really kind of enlightened everyone. Of everyone that loved, obviously, you know, Spider Man was so big, and now it's like Doc the Strangers come along, and they're like, and everyone's going, oh, oh, they're kind of carrying on with this whole thing. Um, and I think that's got a lot of people excited because it's not just like, oh, we're going to like Black Widow. Where everything's a bit more normal. It's like, no, oh no, the, the madness of this, this whole multiverse thing is totally crazy. And it's kind of nice that it does look like we are finally doing it because they teased it so many times leading up to this. We had, you know, the multiverse will be in WandaVision, um, Quicksilver will be coming over. Let's ignore the Mephisto stuff, but, you know, Quicksilver will be in it, Mr. Fantastic will be in it. And then, oh yeah, Quicksilver was just an actor who happened to be the same actor from the x-men movie uh funny yeah. funny but now it looks like uh unless this is like the giant biggest troll of marvel history we're finally getting the stuff that they've been teasing for a while i think this whole variant thing with loki they kind of changed like the you know they've just got so much more opportunities it also means that an actor can be changed less like that well, I mean, um, we saw that with Spider-Man as well. Obviously, yeah. we got the three different guys playing Peter. Uh, I appreciate that. It means they can recast any role. Um, it it doesn't necessarily mean we'll be happy with the recasting because, like, we we have definitive views of who is playing Captain America, who is playing Thor, and so on. But it gives it opens you up. Um, the one thing I will say is I hope they do not continually play it strictly for comedy. I, I would like some of the the characters mm -hmm. who play variants to be regular characters and I'm, I'm thinking specifically this wasn't a multiverse thing but like thor yeah. ragnarok you had loki um he brought in like matt damon and and sam neil to do the little play and i'm like ha, ah, it's matt damon and it's funny it's like i, I like variants in the characters who yeah. actually are interesting in their own right 
yeah so it's gonna be a lot of fun we also got a a new sneak peek at moon Knight. um not really too much more we're just seeing more of the costume and stuff um so it's the kind of thing like it's like yeah doctor strange just totally just pushed moon Knight to my side because it's also, it was like it's good I mean, there's some great scenes. There were some great scenes of him like flying in like Batman. Um, and there was also a picture of Mr. Knight. Now, I, again, I've got no knowledge of um, Moon Knight, the character. So um, that looks right. like that could be a lot of fun. Mr. Knight will be a very interesting version if they lean into that one. Uh, he, It was a, a variant that was written by Warren Ellis um, in the mid-2000s uh, where he, he donned a white suit, but he still had the mask. And... Yeah. It's a very, very different take on the character while still trying staying true to it. It's actually a really good series. It's only like six issues long. It's worth checking out that on Marvel Unlimited if you have yeah. it. Um, that said, this trailer wasn't really meant to get people excited. It was meant to get the word out. Hey, we've got Moon Knight coming to Disney Plus. We we know you guys are watching the Super Bowl, um, so maybe you haven't heard about it. Check it out. It's coming in at the end of uh, April. And also, we got the goats. Oh my god, the goats! <laughs> okay, so we got um, Aquafina bringing at the Disney Plus headquarters with some goats dressed up as Disney characters, as the Marvel heroes, as Star Wars, um, Mirabella. You also had um, Brave. You had Up, and all kinds of stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, I I stayed up late for the Super Bowl, watched like the first quarter. The, the, they a couple of trailers got released, and went, you know what? I'm going to bed because. Um, there's a lot of talk of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, but you nobody said Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer's coming. Everyone's expecting right. the uh, And there's a little bit like, and you were like reading at it going, yeah, but they just dropped that massive Doctor Strange trailer, which was like, yeah, that's kind of big enough. that that would. And then we had the goats, and then they released an extended version of it. And it's like, I'm, I'm an old man, and I just thought stupid. And I just, I know, I know Super Bowl adverts are generally stupid but there was that part of me that was just like i got up in the morning watched and went thank god i did not stay up another three hours to have that trailer and oh it's just like oh it's like it's so like trying to be hit it's like goats and all it's like oh this is just lame <laughs> i think it was intentionally lame i i think they it was done with self-awareness that this yeah. is a really really stupid premise uh that said it got people talking about it so it worked um, I, I have to give credit to Aquafina for keeping a straight face through that. Well, she kind thing. of even I, played in on it a little bit ago. I, they said they've got the goats and they got the goats. Yeah, <laughs> no. was, yeah. It points to her. Uh, it's an utterly stupid commercial, but like I said, it worked. People are yeah. talking about it. it. It got shared all over the place. It's like the, this. I don't know if that's what they intended for it. But, well, that's what they want with all these trailers. Works. The only thing well, is yeah. now, like with, with these trailers, is there's so many of these kind of funny trailers get released around the Super Bowl. A lot of the companies were releasing them before the Super Bowl because they knew that they were just going to get um, waved after wave of them during the Super Bowl. Um, the thing is, here in the UK, it was on the BBC, so we didn't have commercials, so they just kept going back. So every time they cut back to these people sat in the studio talking about the football, I'm like, right, where's it going on? <laughs> yeah. so it was like, you know, I'm not interested in the football. It's just this is the how you know the breaks. But yeah. yeah, the trailers they seem to do a good trip. Um, um there's overall one other, there's one other yeah. trailer. <laughs> What was that? I don't know if it was during the Super Bowl, but it was the Rescue Ranger trailer. Yes, that was what I was going to lean on. Oh, that's right. It was a couple of days later. That's yeah, right. it was a couple of days later. We got the trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is coming out in May on Disney Plus globally. 
Um, now, I am a huge Chippendale Rescue Ranger fan. Um, I am. I loved it when I was. I was about eight or nine when the series came out. Um, we were just going to Disney World, seeing Chippendale. Um, I loved the series as a kid. I had um, soft stuff. There wasn't really figures and toys at the time, so I used to love the show. Um, funny enough, my parents were just popped over for a cup of tea while the trailer dropped so i put it on while there my mum did say she said you did have the same look that you did have when we see when we see chip and dale at the, at the parks i loved the trailer i thought it looked great i thought it it, it was that kind of thing of like, let's take the cartoon and we're not doing that we're not it is like this isn't the cartoon they're taking the premise of it they're making it meta they're making it funny they are going in a completely different direction and I like that because it's like, it wasn't just, oh, we're redoing it and we're retelling the same story. But no, you guys are completely going in a different direction than I thought you would. Oh, yeah, they definitely went in a complete direction. Now, I, I was in the same boat originally. I loved the Rescue Rangers as a kid. You know, the, I still got the theme song in my head. Uh, the, it was one of my get home and, and sit down and watch Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck and many, many fonts. And I had the complete opposite reaction to the trailer. I hated this. This yeah. trailer looked atrocious to me. Um, I, part of it is the voices. Obviously, they've got actual actors playing Chip and Dale, so uh, so it's yeah. not the, the what you're expecting from Chip and Dale. But even beyond that, I was just like, this looks so so bad. But I'm glad you liked it, uh, and I'm well, sure and also, it's going to be very split for a lot of people. There, I should be honest; it seemed to be the opposite. It seemed to be a, a lot of people were excited about this one. All right, well, I think because. The I didn't see a lot of a lot of reaction. Bad. It seemed like like obviously us being the Disney, you know, the older fans were like going, "Oh, this is so different than what we thought." It's not going to ruin it. It was almost that kind of thing. Of like, no, this is totally separate. We can like yeah. you can almost process it. It's like yeah, then you know they kind of not ruining it. It's like well, you can't ruin it because you're not doing that. You're not yeah, actually. No, it it's so completely different that when it comes out, whether I like it or not, I can just completely divorce it from uh, the original series. It, it, I don't really buy into the whole, like this ruined my childhood yeah. kind of stuff that people go or like um, I yeah. use the matrix, like the matrix sequels ruined the original matrix kind of thing. Like, no, if you didn't like the sequels, you can still just watch the original yeah. and pretend they don't exist. Having said that, this is so different from the Rescue Rangers cartoon that the mental connection doesn't even exist. It, it's no. just this yeah. is this is off doing its completely own thing. We've got the cats from Cats in it, and we've got um, <laughs> uh, you got Roger Rabbit is in there. You got I, um, I did like seeing Roger Rabbit. I the thing is, it was like the stuff from Cats of of just and then the, like the video game stuff of I am looking at you, but I'm not looking at you. Um, and, and it's not the, even, that's not a video game. That's Robert Zemeckis, actually. Uh, yeah, which was even better. But no, I I like it. I I really that trailer totally sold it on me. It, it went from being like, oh, I'm not really sure of going. Okay, guys, you've got my attention. This could be like a free guy kind of comedy kind of thing. Of yeah, okay, we're gonna get lots of cameos. We're gonna get lots of things going on. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it. it the last one, the one you mentioned with the. Um, I, I'm looking right at you, even though you know, you know, my eyeline's here, right? That that line I always got because I, I remember the CGI from the 80s and the 70s. Uh, sorry, the the 2000s and the 20s. We didn't have CGI in the yeah. 70s. I wasn't even there. Um, but Robert Zemeckis, of course, had the whole like um, the Beowulf movie and um, the 
the Polar Express and stuff, and the eyelines were just all over the place. Yeah. So the the movie enjoyer in me was like, ha, ah, that that's that's a nice little callback that that uh, I remember from that time period. But all the stuff before it, I was just like, you're just you're just throwing stuff at the wall, and yeah, I mean, it's coming on Disney Plus. Obviously, I'm gonna watch it, give it its fair share. But uh, my hype for it went way, way down. That said, if the hype on the internet is good for it, um, fantastic. I, I do genuinely hope it's good. I'm just not optimistic at the moment. It, yeah, it kind of was an interesting one. It's, um, I was just going to say, I was going to check the up and downs on it, but of course it doesn't work on YouTube now. They got rid of the downs. Um, um, yeah, thank but you. Just generally in a, as a whole, the, the, uh, there, there was a lot of positivity. And I think, again... A lot of people kind of go, why is this on Disney Plus? This looks like it should be in cinemas. And that that's good. You know, that's that definitely good, good that they did that. All right. I, I will uh, I'll acknowledge I'm on the, the small side yeah. of this one. And I do acknowledge, I hope I am wrong. I am not rooting for it to fail. I want it to do well. I'm just, this trailer didn't did not connect for me. Right. On that note, let us know what you think of the all the trailers and stuff. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, before we get into the um last review so we'll just do a quick few shout outs to all of our patreon and youtube channel members who are in the go tier and above thank you very much for all of your support you can become a member from as little as two dollars a month and if you're in the go tier and above you get a shout out each week and you also get your names at the end of the videos so big thank you to um token guy we've also got adam Raphael, the owner jay we've got dana ricky dave Mohammed. we've also got ben my vcr still works bina Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. While we've um, on the Patreon and stuff, we've got Daniel, Elliot, Aero, G. We've got Caleb, Red Marsman, Cody. We've also got Andrew, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, Sarah, The Juice, and also Andrew. Thank you so much for all of your support. It really does mean a lot. and means that we can keep making all of this content for you guys. Um, also, if you are hearing a little rumbling, my dog is getting louder with her snoring. <laughs> just, just in my sense of trying. But she's getting haven't, louder. Haven't heard it yeah. yet. Um, no, she, no, no, I can it's, tell. It's definitely getting louder. It's like vibrating through the chair as she's as she's snoring. Um, but yeah, so let's now talk about what we've been watching. So I'm going to talk a little bit now about The Proud Family, which is a brand new um, animated series. It's going to be dropping onto Disney Plus next week um, with two episodes on the 23rd. So this is like a revival. So it's a straight up sequel to The Proud Family series, which you can find on Disney Plus now. And... Um, this one kind of modernized it. We kind of jump forward to today. They just miraculously wake up one morning and all the kids are older, but everybody else is saying, and they kind of reference the fact that it's magic and they've all just woken up a bit older. And then it's like within like three minutes, that's all that, that joke's over with. And now you just, you know, they're all talking like they all know that they all know are now just teenagers. Um, I'm going to say, I'd never seen the original. And I think that did hurt me in some ways of not getting maybe some of the Easter eggs and some of the gags. And I mean, they do a, probably a pretty good job of kind of saying who they are and giving you an idea. So, um, I mean, I did ask that in a press conference and they did say that, no, no, you will get it. You'd be better if you have seen it, but you can come in blind. Um, for me, it's just not a series that I probably, would, I'm probably not going to carry on with. Um, a lot of people are excited for it, but I don't have any nostalgia for these characters. And there was a load of gags and stuff about the internet. And I know we just talked about rescue rangers and stuff, but it was a bit like, uh, okay, yeah, I'm kind of, it's like, it was very modern, like modern problems, you know, modern issues, you know, and it was a bit like, you know what, I, this is just, this is just not for me. And it's not like, 
it wasn't like I got to the end and go, oh, that was really bad. It's like, it wasn't bad. It it, it was, you know, the, the, I think the animation in it looks, it looks a lot better than it originally did. The comedy, the stuff, everything that they're doing, I'm sure that, you know, there's a big audience for it. It was just a, a series for me that just wasn't, wasn't for me. Um, but there wasn't, it wasn't, like I said, there was nothing I didn't like. It's that kind of weird thing. You go, it's good, but it's just nothing really, it's, it's, there wasn't enough there to draw me in again. Yeah, there's plenty of shows out there like that, um, just in general. Movies where you can go, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but it didn't engage with me. Yeah. Now, that said, I have not seen these episodes yet. Um, in preparation for them, I've started watching the originals. I'm, I've only seen like seven or eight. Uh, kind of the, the same feeling regarding those. Uh, they're funny. I laugh at a, at, at a couple points in them, but they're not like super, this is the funniest show on the planet. That said, uh, it was a different atmosphere when they first came out, different... Uh, kind of shows coming out still looking forward to seeing these new episodes i will not have seen the entire series uh the original series when these are out but I, i'm expecting probably about the same reaction probably a little bit more positive because mm -hmm. i do have some context if not all yeah. uh that you're missing um, i really like i really like, like sugar mama when the mum when the grandmother like comes in sugar yeah. mama is fantastic I, yeah i, I really did like that and it's like that kind of thing it's like i'm so, um, it just it just was it just didn't click with me and, that, and that's 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 it for that one like i said i did watch some walking dead as well this week but i talked about that earlier um something else i want to talk about this week is the king's man so this one got mm. added um, onto disney plus last week in the uk got added yesterday in canada i believe it comes on to disney plus in australia this coming week and it's just been released on hulu this week as well um did you get a chance to watch that one i did i watched it um Actually, on HBO Max, I think it was on also as well. Yes, on they're, the sharing it, they're sharing it at the minute. Um, so I watched it on Max. That, that's a weird release schedule for that one, even by Disney standards. Anyway. Um, well, they I, kind of, it's kind of, they're basically sharing it to get access yeah. to these films for another year. Well, not even just that, but like last week in the UK, next week in Australia, this week. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, the movie itself was, eh, it's okay. Well, it did actually come out like a two weeks after after you guys in our cinemas, but even though we got it first, I don't know why. I, whatever. It, it it's definitely not the movie where you really would have noticed because it's just kind of there. It, it's it's a decent enough action movie. It's very strange because I loved the first Kingsman movie. Also, same um, I loved it. You know, um, I thought it was great. I loved the humor. It went in a direction I wasn't expecting with the violence, and the violence was fun. It was like a yes. video game kind of fun, back to that. and then and then the the golden circle kind of went a little bit more crazy, a bit more like James Bond, Austin Powers villain with, and I because that one recently got added as well, um, and I watched it again and like yeah, I liked the first one because it kind of it works, and the second one was still a bit more violent, but they still had the humor. The King's Man was like, there's no humor. They, it wasn't funny at all. There was no. nothing in it that was funny. Um, I didn't really um, vibe with um, uh, was it Ralph, Ralph Fiennes? Fiennes. It's like it's like he would have been good in the like I don't I know they were trying to set him up as being like the leader and stuff, but it's like he felt like he fitted more into the the teacher role than to be the guy to become the. I didn't like the big reveal at the end because they were hiding it all the way through. Uh, and I'm going to say it, but um, I wasn't so keen on the big reveal of the villain. Um, the fighting scenes were a bit like, 
I didn't like the Rasputin fight. It just looked a bit stupid with the dancing. I got what you were going for, but yeah. Just overall, it was just a bit like, ugh. It's we're like, what did it? Why? Why did we make? Why was this made? <laughs> I just didn't need it. Yeah, I mean, I come up on a couple of those points there. First, the the villain reveal that that mm. was such a flop. You go through the entire movie just seeing the back of his head mm. and hearing him talk, and you're like, okay, there, it's got to be someone seriously important if they're not showing us who this is. They're very, they're very yeah. obviously not showing us who it is. It's not even like subtle. It's just like. All you see is the back of his head. And then you get to the reveal and it's like, seriously, it was that guy? You could have just shown us. I don't, I, that wouldn't have changed anything if you just shown us who it was earlier on. Um, and, and it was a complete just like, this doesn't land at all. No. Um, I was actually expecting it to be um, Charles Dance at some point. It was like, it, it, Charles Dance is the only character in this who, who would work as that, but it wasn't him. Sorry, it's minor spoilers there. But yeah, it, it's just, it just lacked that, like, that feeling of it being a Kingsman movie. It right. Just, it, so, it just, it's like, okay, so you do some spinning around bits while they're fighting, but that was all, and it's like, it wasn't really, like, as brutal with the deaths. There was, there was, I'm just trying to think. Well, the, 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 one in, in, the one in No Man's Land was pretty brutal. Or the, the you know, the, the silent knife fight in No Man's Land between the Germans and the um, the Allies when they were trying. Yeah. Parts of that, uh, you know, were pretty brutal, but not in the same way that like Kingsman one was brutal where, you know, um, the guy who's playing Galahad at the beginning, I think it was Galahad gets like cut in half and you see his body just like split apart. And, and you're just like, what's going on here? There's well, that church like that. scene as well. Like it was just like explosive. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Like the original Kingsman and to a lesser extent, the second one had two things going on, um, which you already mentioned. One is the hyper stylized violence. It, it is very much glorifying uh, mm. the violence you're supposed to just enjoy it uh even while recognizing that it, it's like super violent and you wouldn't actually want to see this in real life but also the the weird like posh british guys like ray fines and and um uh colin i can't remember his last name uh doing this hyper violence you know that that kind of like weird thing it's not even james bond violence because that's a different yeah. kind it, it's it's somebody who's like you would expect to just be talking to the to the queen one day, and 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 now he's murdering an entire well, church. In what's about that? Even the king just turned up for a cup of tea, kind of thing. It was just like yeah, it was kind what? of odd. But you have this series which is known for its hyper violence. That's why we watched the Kingsman and Golden Circle. It was like this crazy, over the top, fun kinetic violence. And then it's like, oh yeah, the King's Man is an anti war movie talking about how awful World War One is, and like. Okay, I don't disagree with you, but was this the right movie to tell that story? And it's not. It just didn't seem. It just didn't need it. We just didn't need it. Um, and some of it just seemed just stupid. Yeah. Of just, um, I, I, I kind of got to the end of like, well, I'm never watching that ever again. Uh, it was just like, I, but I've watched Kingsman a couple of times, and I'll probably watch it again. Just watch the first movie; it's just better. Yeah. There's, just, there's just nothing. There was just, and I can see. I mean, I can see why Disney kept moving it back because it was definitely a movie that they inherited. And you can see why. Just throw the thing out at Christmas. It just, it's not going to make any money because it's not. Well, it's well. I mean, it got rushed through in about six weeks on the streaming because it just was like, yeah, it's a new movie. It's fine. It, yeah, it, 
I don't know what they were, not Disney, but like the creators. I'm not sure what they were thinking with this movie. It does have a couple decent action scenes. Ray Fiennes is good in the role. Um, The other characters are good in their roles, but it's not a Kingsman movie. And I don't know why you would put that label on it when it's so tonally different from everything else in that franchise. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it, I I was I would say I was disappointed with it, but it's like I mean it's like I was I was going to write a review and I'm like you know what I'm not even above waste some time because it's like a it came out just you know if it came out in like in the cinemas it's just like nah it's just, it's just I didn't really think enough of it to kind of like spend the time on it so, so yeah so I was a little bit disappointed in that one um we did have the French Dispatch drop this but I haven't got round to watching that one yet I, I, I yeah. I'm very much looking forward to watching that. Um, I do like Wes Anderson. He does lose me sometimes. He goes, uh, depending on what his story does. But um, yeah. yeah, it should be entertaining. Um, anything, did you watch anything else? Yeah, no, oh, sorry, I don't, I, to be honest, I've been really bad at binge watching um, Modern Family on, on Disney+. Plus. So I think I've done like four seasons. It's something I just put on in the background and just like, you know, it's just, I've been really enjoying it. Just watching like fam, uh, Modern Family. It's been the, and like we're watching Big Sky. You know, we've been carrying on with that one. We did watch. Um, we recently watched Free Billboards of. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. that was that uh, was somewhere bit, in Missouri, right? Yeah, so that one there was that was okay. We ended up watching The Power of the Dog last week on Netflix, which was up for. Um, uh, that, that was two hours of my life. I'm never getting that back. That was that was Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Yeah, oh, an American God. western. Yeah. I heard it was oh. just just straight up like grim, gritty, grim darkness through the it was entire just thing. Grim. It was grim. There was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, oh. it, I have not seen it. I don't think. I, it's honestly, it's called Power of the Nod. That was. It's. It's just like, why is this being nominated? This is just. Um, he was much better in as Doctor Strange. Um, <laughs> but now this is. But this is like what we've been saying. Like with like what's coming up in March, I am really enjoying having these like bigger movies from like Searchlight and stuff coming in and it's giving me you know yeah giving you some different flavors like I said you know I'm looking now of these movies coming up you know Nightmare Alley I've been getting mixed reports on so I'm looking forward to watching that one you know West Side Story um Flesh um we've also uh, next week we've got No Exit as well which is dropping um so we'll be talking about that one on next week's show along with that looks entertaining yeah so we got we got a couple of good things to be talking about next week um um there's no there's not really any like it's a the, we're going to be there's a lot of movies over the next month there are uh, and a lot of movies that we're very much looking forward to yeah um i think uh in terms of what i've been watching i already mentioned um the the proud family watching the original series of that i'm enjoying it i i think if if you're in a lull and you need something uh to watch and you haven't seen it before definitely check it out that might be a little different uh, if you have access to the Star catalog, because that's a, a big catalog. But in terms of the Disney Plus American catalog, uh, check that one out. I've also watched the first three episodes of Snowdrop. Um, oh, yes. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it briefly. We're not going to do yeah. a full review on this one. Just, I'm just going to put a pin. I literally watched 20 minutes of Blackpink the movie because that got dropped on, oh, that's and the... that was not what I was expecting. So that stars Jizo, uh, who stars in snowdrop mm-hmm. so i, I got to see what she actually got famous and i'm like wow this is this is not what i was expecting a full-on concert it was yeah so i'm a little bit more clued in on who she is now but yes yeah, so that snowdrop uh she that's a k-pop group right yeah black pink yeah. yeah um 
Anyway, Snowdrop is not K-pop. Um, no. there, there are a couple of very small singing bits, but they're not like Disney musical. They're in a mm -hmm. record store and she's singing along to a, a song that she's listening to very embarrassingly because other people are in the store and not listening to the song that she's singing to. Um, so Snowdrop is it's 16 episodes at about an hour and a half piece. Uh, yeah. it, it is a long haul and I have to admit, I'm not entirely sure I will continue past episode three. It is a decent show. Um, if you're looking for Squid Games, this is not it. Um, also, it is not available dubbed That's anywhere. So it, and I know that was something that came up with you. If you um, have a thing against subtitles or you want to watch passively, uh, this will not be for you. It is an hour and a half commitment uh, of subtitles for 16 yeah. episodes that a lot of people I know will not go in. For I, I, I'll be honest. It's, it has to be good for me to be, to mm -hmm. literally dedicate an hour yeah. and a half to one thing to, you know, when I watch a movie or a TV series that I want to watch and pick, um, cause I started Snowdrop and I was trying and I'm just, you know, they got to the end of the, the, you know, the breakfast table and I'm just like, I've, I haven't got, to. it's like, but if it was dubbed, I would have probably kept it on in the background and probably would have more likely listened to the story and like, kind of look, because I think that's what ended up what I normally tend to do with um, these ones. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, you put in a good four and a half hours, you know, and if you don't yeah. like it by now, you're, you're not going to like it. See, the thing is, I, I like it okay, but not yeah. enough to dedicate another um, thir 12 or 13 episodes of an hour and a half each to it. Um, it's, it's interesting because it's got two parallel stories going on. On the one hand, yeah. you've got this school for girls in South Korea. Uh, oh, and it takes place in 1987. That's that yeah. is actually fairly important. Um, it's got the school for girls um, and it, and it's fairly typical dorm life antics, yeah. you know, girls talking about boys and uh, their school problems and this very severe uh, headmistress that they've got to appease and so on. And then on the other side, you've got this spy story going on with a North Korean spy coming yeah. down. Um, and the people who are hunting for him and the people he's trying to turn and all that. And that's, that is obviously for me, the far more interesting story. Um, and the, the school drama stuff, parts of it are good, but it's definitely a very different type of story. And then of course they merge um, the spy uh, through weird happenstance goes on a date with one of the girls from the dorm. Um, he ghosts her because he realizes he can't, involve her in this and then six months later oops completely out of the blue and completely coincidentally he ends up in her dorm room dying from a gunshot wound and then it goes from there so you can kind of tell just from that description whether or not you want to check it out because uh it it leans very heavy into the melodrama after that point that's the end of episode yeah. one episode two and they're just like um, we've got to hide this guy. He's North Korean. And of course, North Korea and South Korea in 1987 uh, were even on worse terms than they are yeah. now. Um, and it, it goes very much into melodrama, relies very heavily on coincidence for things happening, like him showing up in this random dorm room that just happens to be hers. And no, it's not like he knew where she was and had it in mind as like a, a fallback location. And it was literally just, oh, that's where it happens mm. to be. Now, one thing I did here is um, it looks like the U.S. version is slightly edited compared to the international version because here on Disney Plus it's uh, labeled as a 16 plus. I think in America it's a 14 plus. I believe they just like edited out the swear words. Um, I don't know if it was noticeable, but if it was, but if it wasn't in the subtitles, you wouldn't know. 
Unless yeah, you know no, all the swear words in Korean. <laughs> so, no, no. It, and I don't know Korean. I, I don't no. know. I, I know like three words in Korean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if they're editing out the swears, this is not like watching like Die Hard on broadcast television yeah. where it's like yippee kaye friendly person <laughs> and, and his mouth is always saying that. No. Yeah, no. It, it is, this is like, oh, they just didn't translate the word and yeah. I would never know. Uh, that's actually the first I'd heard of that. I sure yeah. whatever. Um, as long as they're not editing the actual content, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, I did read uh, that it, this is controversial in South Korea because they made uh, the North Korean character sympathetic, and apparently this is like a political talking point about oh, North Korea tried to to incite this um, student revolution, which is what they're building to in the story, etc. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say for the show. Uh, positive. I knew nothing about any of the events of South Korea in 1987. I didn't even know it was a thing. Like no, I did not know yeah, they had no. the troubles, uh, student revolution, this worker uprising. Um, and it it did make me go and like, oh, what is going on? This, this, let me read more about this. I even checked yeah. out a documentary from my library that they had on, on it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it this week. So even if the show itself was like, you are really long, and while you're interesting, I am not willing to commit this amount of time to to 16 episodes of this. Uh, it did get me interested in South Korean history, because up to this point, I only know recent history and the Korean War, and pretty much nothing else. Yeah. Um, so I'm learning about what happened in 1987, 1988, which is absolutely fascinating, especially with some parallels to today. Uh, the show itself... It's really long. It, it's yeah. it's not bad, but it's not good enough for me to say you should commit this amount of time to it. The thing is, though, is I'm pro you probably if it was dubbed, you probably would carry on. I, if it was dubbed, yeah. I would definitely say, yeah, it's an easy watch. Turn it on in the background. Yeah. Learn some South Korean history. Watch some melodrama. Uh, the actors themselves are, are really good. Um, the the K-pop uh, mm -hmm. singer. I had no idea she was a K-pop singer and. Until yeah. like it was mentioned in the credits. I think the main guy is also um, in a, a group or something. I'm I, not sure. I, he, he's yeah. apparently pretty famous in South Korea as well. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a mistake to not do to not offer the dub. If you yeah. want to be purist and watch it in South Korean with your local language um, subtitles, I agree that should be an option. There are a lot of subtitles available. I think they should have taken the effort to dub this for. Also, um, also got highlights as well. Um, not good for uh, accessibility because obviously, if you're blind, you can't actually, or you got bad vision, you can't actually enjoy I this at all. I hadn't even I, thought of that, but that's yeah. Perfect. No, someone someone mentioned that. I was like, oh, that's a good reason, you know. But hopefully, they sort this out. You know, we're going to see a lot more um, of this content dropping onto Disney Plus in the future, and, and hopefully, they can get things sorted a bit better. Yeah, and despite the lukewarm response that from me personally, bring it on. Bring in the South Korean content, bring in some Chinese, bring in uh, Japanese content. I know they've got a couple on the slate. And then, you know, well, even talking about, like, coming up in March, French content. Yeah, bring on the French content. Let's well, I know this. in Australia, they're getting currently getting Rookie Cops, which is um, obviously one set about police, and that stars um, a K-pop artist. Also, they had a new one called The Grid as well started in... Um, and that one there is um that one definitely looks a little bit more maybe into what we'd probably like a bit more serious but um yeah so i could, I could go for serious though yeah so hopefully we'll see a bit more of this going forward but on that note guys thank you very much for joining us we'll see you guys in another episode and um, again check us out um, over at what's on disneyplus.com thank you to all of our patreon and youtube channel members for your support and on that note guys we'll see you guys soon later later
Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I shall see you guys in another video. Laters.